2: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 2020 winner of our trophy to Leon Dried Leon Drysidal Hammers at home!
0: Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now
2: we've got a wild scrum with fights
0: breaking out all over the place. Jason's Looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Aja Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team, and um, you know we know that and trying to go
2: out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. No, no. I on this. Jijar Kira from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta. We've been waiting for for three decades. Archibald Richard!
1: Mike Smith, Leon Drysaddle. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And
2: this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex, service for all
1: brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X.
2: dot a Wanna stop me by go positive?
1: Now, Bob
0: Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. Six thirty chat. To offer and you're listening to letters now brought to you by our title sponsor digitex by your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office it and supplies you can never go wrong opening up with a little bit of david bowie brendan escott's back at the 630 chad studios tell us why oh why did we go with the late great one today Well, it's his birthday on this day in 1947. He would have been 74 by my math it's interesting uh there was a movie made about bowie recently ziggy stardust they couldn't have picked a less compelling lead uh to play the role uh i know that there's been movies uh, made about freddie mercury and elton john over the course of the last couple of years that were outstanding unfortunately and it was a very specific time frame uh one of a little bit of uh, ambiguity uh in david bowie's life but he uh, nonetheless was a creative genius and uh uh, for those of us that uh, can remember the uh, summer of 19, spring and summer of 1983, mammoth with hits like "Less Dance." Back in the day, we got a lot to get to. The Edmonton Oilers were on the ice today. Uh, there were uh, the scrimmage started at 11:09. Uh, uh, a couple changes. Dominic Cahoon was moved up with uh, Leon Dreisaitl and Kyler Yamamoto, and the Edmonton Oilers. And keep this one in mind: uh, Slater Cuckoo paired with Tyson Berry, and that's part of our top story today for the Legacy Heating and Cooling. Home and no payments and no interest for one year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. I saw those guys next door to my house uh, yesterday uh, doing some work in one of my neighbor's houses, so good for them. Um, anyhow, bottom line, uh, you know, there is no... Uh, preseason games. Uh, we're going to be dropping the puck for real on Wednesday night and then on uh, Thursday, of course, the orders with back-to-back home games against the Vancouver Canucks. I realize there's been outbreaks in Dallas and Columbus here. This is going to be similar to what occurred during the course of the NFL season. Uh, for those of you that listen to the show called Orders now, you're well aware of the fact that we have a lot of time uh, for what occurs in college football and NFL. And obviously, uh, you look at what ran through the Baltimore Ravens this year. This is why the National Hockey League has given themselves a little bit of runway. Uh, so so, um, anyhow, bottom line here, uh, the Oilers making a tinkering around a little bit. The scrimmage, McDavid was dominant early uh, before I split to get back to the uh, House today. I believe on Monday we will be live, Monday and Tuesday, live at Roger's Place uh, with the Oilers now. First time since we've said that since March. <sighs> 198 out of 205 between March 11th and the start of uh, January. You know Why? Cause you gotta love it. If you don't love it, don't be in it. This is Oilers now. Jack Michaels, my play by play partner. Uh, Oilers play by play voice coming down the pipe today at about uh, 1220 with a quick update on the conclusion of the scrimmage today. Elliot Freeman, regular Wednesday contributor for the River Cree Resort and Casino. I want to mention that the River Cree is proud to present comedian Don Bernstick in a live virtual show tomorrow night. Uh, that'll take place at 8 p.m. 100% of the proceeds will go to Food Banks Alberta and the Enoch Cree Nation Food Bank. You can get tickets and support it at rivercreeresort.com. Again, that is Don Burnstick. Uh, Elliot Friedman for the River Cree at 1235 from NHL Hockey and Rogers, one of the most plugged in men in the business. There are just certain guys that grind. That's the way it's gotta be. And, uh, he is one of those guys that we really look forward to having him on the show. Uh, Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec, uh, from obviously NHL hockey and Rogers as well for the horses and horse racing in Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the uh, horse racing industry will continue going down the path of the Canadian teams. I know uh, we had Gordon Wilson, great guy out of Ottawa on Monday, uh, Eric Ingalls, very positive response on Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, we were going to have James Myrtle on the show. And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> and we're still talking a lot about Canada. It's not like we don't have our own problems in Canada. Like we've got some boondoggles going on left and right, uh, but our, in our ongoing myopic approach to life, uh, we seem to be preoccupied with everything that's in the United States. Uh, so we bounced out of uh, orders now uh, to cover the attack on the Capitol on uh, Wednesday and miss James Myrtle. Uh, but nonetheless, the editor in chief of the Athletic, the, the the Athletic isn't going anywhere. Just keep that in mind. One of these days, they're going to nail down a uh, a high-end guy for uh, this market as well. I know that they've... it's interesting to watch, sort of the progression and uh, development and growth of the Athletic over the course of the last uh, couple of years. James Myrtle joining us out of Toronto. I got some, I know uh, some terrific young writers in some of the uh, various markets, specifically Winnipeg and uh, back here. Now they got good guys, Jonathan Willis, who's been covering it for years. One of the challenges that the Athletic had uh, in Edmonton is that the Oilers blogosphere was so strong. Oilers Nation strong, uh, cult of hockey. Of course, we have. Uh, Kurt Levins, who is a, a top level radio executive on top of being a guy with uh, deep-seated roots uh, throughout uh, the provinces of Saskatchewan and Alberta in hockey circles. Uh, you know, David Staples, who we have on the show every Wednesday as well. So there was all these various Oiler fan sites out there, and then the Athletic came into Edmonton trying to compete for space. Low Tide was another one of the guys that they brought in as well as Daniel Nugent Bowman. Um, but anyhow, I mean, it's it's interesting. You take a look at the model in the States with the Athletic, and they've hired uh, some pretty uh, big to Mike Russo, as an example, uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota. Again, you can reach us at any time in the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. River Cree, again, proud to present comedian Don Bernstrick live virtual show. We want to give this an extra plug. It's going to take place tomorrow night at 8 p.m. All proceeds go to Food Banks Alberta and the Enoch Cree Nation. Again, tickets at uh, rivercreeresort.com. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors renovating. Come see what's on sale at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or uh, at AshleyFineFloors.com. So we hit on the top story. a Couple subtle changes. We'll hit on that with Jack. Um, in a couple minutes, uh, and talk about some other developments in and around, uh, the, uh, Edmonton Oilers as well. But right now I want to jump into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Frank and his staff at Direct Workwear supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. And, uh, now these so they're, they're just wrapping up over at the downtown community arena these clips are from yesterday because there hasn't been any from today here's oilers head coach dave tippett on the direction of camp uh starting ultimately today
1: still some evaluations you know we've got great depth at forward we got to figure out uh, where all the parts fit kind of on our on our bottom end but uh uh but every day you're trying to you're Trying to get some cohesion in your group, but you're also evaluating and trying to figure out where the best parts, where the parts all fit. So, you know, the next couple days will be uh, will be good in that sense. We'll we'll do a little more special teams uh, on Saturday, but uh, you know, so far, so far, so good. We've got a good idea with a lot lot going on, but there's still some things we have to figure out. Dave Tippett added
0: some additional comments on what Dominic Cahoon can bring to the team
1: well he adds skill to our group and he you know he obviously has a relationship with leon um i've watched him for for the last couple of years I, I i like what he does he's a smaller guy but he's competitive he's got great vision really good vision and and the skill level is high so um you know we were looking to add depth at, at some skill positions and uh, he happened to uh you know it was a good signing for us good signing and he'll hopefully he'll come in and and We'll see where things go with him. we got to find the right fit for him, but uh, he looks like he can be a good player for it. Now, we had, when uh,
0: Dominic Cahoon was signed on November the 3rd, uh, we grabbed former NHL player Michael Rupp, who uh, the Oilers chased a number of years ago, uh, now doing some work out of Pittsburgh uh, to get his thoughts on uh, the Cahoon signing. He was effusive in uh, his praise of Cahoon, uh, playing with a Jenny Malkin and says the Penguins blew it when they traded Cahoon to Buffalo. Here's Cahoon's comments on playing with Malkin and helping him pave the way for potentially playing with Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl.
2: Yeah, I mean they're both. Uh, like I said before, Leon is uh, the top player in the league, and Malkin obviously too. So they're both very, very skilled. Um, they can both uh, move, move the puck, and shoot, can score. So, and especially with Leon, uh, I, I played a, l- a long time with him. Um, even in the national team, we play always together. So
0: um, for sure, there's uh, there's something about it, and uh, the connection would uh, still be there a little bit. I- so good job from uh, Brendan today pulling the clips because Cahoon moved up, played with Leon Drysaddle and Kyler Yamamoto. Slater Cuckoo moves up and uh, gets a chance to slot in with Tyson Berry today. And Cuckoo had this to say on Connor McDavid's obscene skill level.
2: Uh, I learned how dangerous they can be. Uh, You know, 97 can just fly out there. Uh, we were talking about him today in the scrimmage that it's it's literally like having a cheat code on your team where – um you know, you just trying to get him to puck as quick as you can and, and allow him to do his thing, it's, it's pretty special to watch and uh, honored to be on his team.
0: One guy who looks uh, leaner this year is Evan Bouchard. Now, he, the Oilers have, look, they're in a situation. Adam Larson's picked up a, he's got a little bit more jump in his step right now. Tyson Berry signed as a free agent. The Oilers re-signing Ethan Bear to a two-year deal. All three of those guys are right shot. Deep. None of them have a lot of experience playing on the left side. Bouchard's going to get games in, uh, but maybe not out of the gate. That said, uh, he has uh, certainly looked good so far in training camp, and he had this to say on improving his game uh, to start the season in Sweden
1: there was definitely things that uh, I was wanting to work on I, you know I got some feedback uh, last year and I just wanted to bring those uh, bring that feedback with me over to Sweden and get uh, you know work on it over there and then bring it back here and uh, you know just play play the way I want to play over here and take what I learned from from Sweden.
0: When we come back Oilers, play-by-play voice, Jack Michaels you're listening to Oilers Now
1: Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast
0: Available on
2: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts.
1: Oilers
0: now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. All right, very quickly, a text on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, only because I want to read this guy's handle. Bob, we all need some news on the RH contract front. Are talks still happening between Holland and Nuge? While well, the talks occur between Ken Holland and Rick Vallette, and uh, Ken expressed about two weeks ago that uh, they're in a quiet zone right now. Uh, thank you to the texter, Greasy Jim. Jim, it's good that you recognize who you are. Jack Michaels joins us right now. Odders play-by-play voice. Jack, how are you? Good, Bob. I'm about to give you the most boring take of all time on your show. Connor McDavid looked pretty good today. Uh, you know, it's I like it when you go out in the limb like that and bring that kind of heat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is. It's
2: ridiculous, though. I, I thought you know, the two periods thus far in the scrimmage, I mean, McDavid, Nugent, Hopkins and Cassian are just all over whoever uh, has had the more misfortune of matching up with them. And and again, this is not earth-shattering news, but if you had any doubts about, well, you know, do you go back to Nugent, Opkins, with with Dreisaitl and Yamamoto, I mean, number one, Nugent looks great with McDavid and Cassian, and number two, actually, you know, Dominic Cahoon may not have quite the offensive upside uh, that Ryan Nugent-Hopkins has may not quite have the shot but he certainly looks like he makes all the little plays sees the ice on a you know on a very close perspective with Nugent-Hopkins a lot of the other things that Nugent-Hopkins does very well Cahoon does well as well so uh, some some reason for early optimism with today being the first time we've actually seen Cahoon on that line
0: you know what I found interesting, Jack, is for two days in a row in the scrimmage, both McDavid and Drysettle were on the same team. You know what I'm saying? Like that was, and, I, and part of it might have been special teams, but I, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, it's not like they had the two big horses going head to head in scrimmage. And, uh, you know, that to me was kind of an interesting little development. I wonder just to get your take on that.
2: I think you're on to something with the special teams because my guess is, considering the other team today had what we assume will be five of the six defensemen in the opening light, night lineup on it, but Barry being the one exception, and, and I think they're you know trying to get a feel with that power play a little bit. So that may be part of it, but also, you know, again, you don't have. This is not a three-week training camp. This is not a, a normal scenario where you've got you know get a preseason games where you can take a look at different lines and different combinations and different teams you know matched up with one another. You're not necessarily looking to even out the teams when you've got eight days on the ice. Because remember, there's going to be an off day. So this is an eight-day camp, and then the games count for real, and it's the front end of a back-to-back, oh, by the way. So you might as well get used to basically having the guys that are going to be on the same team when it counts less than a week from now on the same team today.
0: All right. Do you read anything to Slater Cuckoo being paired with Tyson Berry?
2: No, again, my best guess would be – well, there's – sorry, there's a dual purpose. I think certainly your special teams theory holds water with Barry being the one exception, you know, kind of the one guy that's, that's, that's not on the blue team, as it were today. The one guy that's not with whom we anticipate will be the starting lineup. But I do think Slater Cuckoo like Caleb Jones, like Evan Bouchard, are not only going to be pushing for games, but minutes, and pushing their way up into the lineup, perhaps pushing their way into a top-four role. Slater Cuckoo found a way to get that done last year. Certainly wasn't in the top four when they began the season. I'm not, you know, look, I'm not projecting Slater Cuckoo as the top four Oilers defenseman, but there is another reason, I think, beyond just special teams, that he was paired with Barry today. It could be a pairing we see as soon as game two, because I don't think too many games are going to go by before Slater
0: Cuckoo's in the lineup. Yeah, absolutely. I think by Monday, we might actually have our finalized Oilers roster. Oilers play-by-play voice, Jack Michaels, Bob Stoffer, with you on Oilers Now. Jack, uh, switching focus Sunday, which is an off day for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, but is not an off day for two of the teams that you and me follow. Actually, I'm going to be busy Monday night, too. But hey, the Cleveland Browns, apparently things just got opened up uh, again. Uh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, what
2: do you think? Coach, I say bring them on. They've got – here's the amazing thing, Bob. Here's how bad Cleveland has been in Pittsburgh. They have two 16-game losing streaks in Pittsburgh in your lifetime. That's how bad they've been. Give me give me that number again. What was the number? They've had two losing streaks of 16 games in a row in Pittsburgh in your lifetime.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: I mean, that that eats up – I'm just eating up 65% of your life cycle with Cleveland Browns losing streaks in Pittsburgh. That being said, I feel like it's a new year. I'm going to be as optimistic as I can for this year that we're going to have a lot more positive developments this year than we saw in 2020, and one of those, will see the scoreboard read Cleveland 33, Pittsburgh 31.
0: Very quickly, Chuck, a year ago – sure We got a little bit of feedback, Jack, just so you know. But a year ago, uh, the Baltimore Ravens had a home game against the Tennessee Titans. Former Alabama star Derrick Henry ran all over them. This year, the game is in Tennessee. And I think the Ravens are going to win. What about you?
2: Tennessee has already beat them twice. Baltimore would seem to be peaking at the right time, but look a little closer at Baltimore's schedule. I'm going to take Tennessee to make it three in a row. I hate to say it. However, I do see Bama getting it done on Monday night, and Bob, I hope you enjoyed that picture I sent you two years ago of when you and I were fancy-free, not a worry in the world, heading to a national championship game in the United States featuring your favorite team.
0: What were the names of those two guys that were kind enough to give us a list from the whole Hotel. They are awesome, and uh yeah, that's when you could actually tailgate at a football game. The unfortunate part, Jack, was the ending, which was not very good for Alabama that night. Hey, Jack! Well, I'm sure I'll see you this weekend. Sounds good, partner. That is Oilers play-by-play voice, Jack Michaels, 1229 in Edmonton. Coming up next, the dulcet tones of one of the best news readers in Canada, Eileen Bell, with a global news weather traffic update.